0: Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the November 2nd episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have some exciting things to talk about. And we'll get to that a little bit later, but we kind of sort of hinted in the last podcast about our main event. But first, we wanted to talk to you about a couple of things. And the first thing is, on the website now, there is a math CAPTCHA because of the times and dates and things that we live in with all the little spammy bots and stuff like that. We decided it was time to implement a CAPTCHA and it's pretty easy, you just either add or subtract, and it will be something like blank minus three equals two, and obviously you would put in five, and that's just an example. The other thing it might say is one plus blank equals two, so it's never one number, it's always changing. So that's just one thing to keep in mind.
0: Yeah, we said it one time, no CAPTCHAs for us but the problem is especially now we're being hammered with spam and we don't want that we don't want to compromise anything so we have decided this is necessary and we know you guys don't like it and we don't like it either but it is quick it's simple and when you're in you're in and you don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah and the interesting part is when you're in you don't see the CAPTCHAs so if you're signed into your customer account and you go to place an order for example. The CAPTCHA would be there if you weren't signed in. But if you are signed in, the CAPTCHA is not there. So it's pretty slick how that works.
0: So if you think you're going to go to the site to place an order, probably best to just go ahead and sign in first, then add everything to your cart and check out.
1: If you have an account. If you don't have an account, you still have to deal with the CAPTCHA. Absolutely, yeah. For the yeah. first time.
0: So if you're a brand new customer, you just have to deal with it and fill in that little quick math CAPTCHA, and you'll be on your merry way.
1: The next thing we wanted to talk about was the class for November. This is our free event, and this will be on the 18th of November because Thanksgiving is the 25th, and we usually like to do them the last Thursday of the month, but things happen, and it is the 18th. So what we're going to do this month is we are going to talk about cheap or inexpensive gifts for the holidays.
0: Yeah, we're going to try and keep them under 50 bucks, come up with some cool ideas for you. Some will be ours, some will be stuff we find along the way that we think would be interesting for you. And while they may be cheap in terms of price, we're going to keep them high quality in terms of what they are like and how they're made and all those things. So. We have lots of fun goodies to share with you. I'm really looking forward to putting that class together. Usually our November classes are a little more fun and lighthearted, and we're going to keep that theme up this year. And speaking of fun, we have something else fun. For those of you who have been to these for the last couple of years, we're doing it again. We are having an open house on Friday, November 26th, and we are really excited about that and getting to chat with all of you in a nice open Forum and having good conversation. We would love to have you. If you've never talked to us before, if you've never ordered from us and kind of had questions, kind of wondered who these people are, (laughs) then you can come hang out with us and find out. And we will be really looking forward to this event. It will be a four hour event from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. So it'll be a great way to spend some Black Friday time with you guys. Of course, we will have specials galore running by that point as well, but it's really about having fun. So come hang out, ask your assistive technology questions, ask your mainstream technology questions. There are a lot of really knowledgeable, friendly people in our community. So if you want something to do that afternoon and you're not out Black Friday shopping or shopping the virtual deals, come hang out with us for a little while. We would love to have you. You can drop in or you can stay longer. It's up to you. And we're looking forward to continuing this tradition. We have not yet set up the free event for the open house however as soon as it is available we'll be sending out the event information to our events mailing list we'll be putting it out on the website so it'll be a few more days but we will let you guys know the moment that the event is ready to go and you can begin sharing it with your friends and telling others about it who may be interested
1: speaking of traditions or at least updates i think at least last podcast or the podcast before i was talking about my desk and how it was really never put together. And one thing that I was missing was a keyboard tray, a nice little slide-out keyboard tray. So I thought, huh, I wonder if such a thing exists where you can get an additional keyboard tray for your desk. And what I found was actually a very, very cool concept. It's a slide-out keyboard tray that has C-clamps that will clamp to the underside of your desk. So no screws required. You can take it off. You can move it to your kitchen table and have a keyboard tray on there if your table would support such a thing, but it's a really really neat concept that you can just put your keyboard on and I'm actually considering getting another one to put the braille display on so that the keyboard and the braille display are lower than what they currently were. I used to have the keyboard on the desk And they used to have the Braille display sitting on top of the computer. So that's a really (laughs) awkward way to read. But it did the job. But I'm thinking about getting, they have smaller keyboard trays that clamp under your desk. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a super long one. It can be just enough for the Braille display. And then the Braille display can slide out and you can move it in and out when you want to. So I think that's kind of a neat concept and a neat way to work with, you know, giving yourself a little bit more space and a little bit more of a way to be comfortable when typing and stuff like that.
0: I'm really glad you decided not to go with the chancier, slightly cheaper model and got a nice one because I looked at those C-clamps. I know a little bit about such things and that's going to last you a long time.
1: The only hardest part for me was to... Because it came with the two C-clamps, and it came with the tray, and then there's little slide things that are in the rail that you screw the C-clamps to. The hardest thing for me was to line the C-clamp up with those two holes that are in that sliding thing, because the sliding thing kept moving. So that was the hardest thing. It took me probably... 10, 15 minutes to get the C-clamps on, and the first time I got one, I put it on wrong. Oops. So you, <laughs> So you have to make sure that you figure out which side's gonna go where before you screw it to the keyboard tray. But the keyboard tray, you pull it out, you push it in, and the nice thing is, is it's not, I don't know if you can hear this, <laughs> But it's not going to move in when typing. So some of them, they were saying that you can move in and type. Some of them, they were saying they had cheap plastic parts in them. So this is just a nice thing. There's a little handle, if you will, on the whole front of the keyboard tray. that You just pull it out, and there's your keyboard tray.
0: I was thinking you could do even more with that. If you wanted to repurpose it and do something with it other than putting stuff on it for a keyboard, you could use it as a little crafting thing. If you could mount it under a table or under a desk, something like that. There's lots of different ways I think you could use something like this aside from just being a keyboard tray.
1: That's true. Some of them had a little lip so that, and I think this one does too, actually this one does, where it looks like you can't push your keyboard off. There's a little lip at the back of it. So that would stop your keyboard from hopefully, nope, but it's supposed to stop it from hopefully coming off.
0: It's a little bit of insurance, at least.
1: It is. Sometimes people were saying that they wish that they had little rubber things on the keyboard tray so that the keyboard doesn't slip. But my keyboard's got feet, and it seems to stick well.
0: Yeah, it really helps if you have a keyboard with a little bit of sturdiness built into it. Now, I have one question about it. Could you mount one under another to have a keyboard on one and a Braille display on the other? I
1: assume the answer is no, but I thought I would ask. The answer is probably no. Okay. Because the clamps clamp to the front of your desk, and there's really no way to clamp one to the other. And it would bring your Braille display down super low, too.
0: Yeah, you'd be too far down. I was just thinking of people who really have that premium on space and need that extra room. They can't really do vertical <laughs> storage like that. Even if you didn't put your Braille display on one, and could put other something there. But that's not going to be an option, so get one get a nice long one so if you have something aside from your braille display or your keyboard whichever you decide you want to live there you can put that and then maybe something off to the side as well under the desk that you could access easily a victor stream or something that you know essentially lives there and you can grab it when you need it
1: yeah don't get me wrong this keyboard tray is pretty wide actually because the keyboard i have on here is a 104 key keyboard And there's a lot of room on both sides of the key. If I was to actually center it, I can actually put my hands flat on either side of the keyboard. Just lay them out with the fingers splayed. There's a lot of room on this particular one.
0: It looks really nice. We will link to it for you guys if you are interested in checking it out. How much was this? About fifty?
1: I think it was about fifty bucks, yes.
0: It's definitely high quality. I really enjoyed looking at it when he got it here. So it's something for you to check out if you are interested. We will be back in a moment with a very special guest in the mystic access magic castle but first a message from an old friend
2: happy holidays mystic access listeners this is santa sending you warmest greetings from my extremely busy workshop i'll be climbing down your chimney to stuff your stockings full of christmas cheer before you can say kris kringle And if you've been especially good, I'd love to bring you some special shiny gifts from Mystic Access to make your holidays extra bright. Before I make my list and check it twice, be sure to check out the Mystic Access shop page to find your favorite treats or something to make those you love very merry. Need ideas? Check out the podcast, listen to samples on mysticaccess.com, or give Chris and Kim a call at 716-543-3323. Merry Christmas, and I expect particularly delicious milk and cookies from you this Christmas Eve. Ho, ho. and don't forget the reindeer. They get extra hungry pulling my humongous, heavy sleigh around the world. See you soon.
3: Ho, 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 ho. welcome to the mystic access magic castle welcome to the
0: mystic access magic castle here we are in november and even though it's prior to thanksgiving the holiday season is already gearing up and we have some really cool announcements to share along with our friend and colleague barry shoyer of guidelightsandgadgets.us. barry's here to Talk about some really cool, innovative stuff that we're all going to be sharing with you this season. And it's pretty exciting, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah,
4: I think so. We're having a lot of fun with it. Thanks, Kim. We have, as most of you the listeners know, we've been collaborating with Mystic. Actually, we're coming. Do you realize that this month is our third anniversary?
0: Wow, um, yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, I just realized we started the day after, I think it was the day after Thanksgiving three years ago, or it was the day after Tech Talks. that's it right. Was it was the day after, after Stocking Staffers, yeah. yeah like soccer. November 5th or 6th
0: or but something. Yeah, it's real close.
4: Which, of course, is this coming Monday, so mm-hmm. we're doing it again together, sequentially. But, yes, we started this three years ago, and for the third anniversary, we've got something pretty neat. For the last year, GuideLegs has been working on a project to bring together a group of talking medical products and not just the usual talking medical products that you buy from our blindness-related companies. What's unique about this package is that these are what we call commercial-grade medical products. These are really not for sale on the internet. You can't go onto Amazon and buy them. It's not like you can just open up a retail outlet because they are made, as we call, business-to-business. That means that particularly in the case of the talking thermometer and the talking blood pressure meter, these are actually made for use in hospitals and by durable medical supply companies, and the company does not sell retail. So while there are occasionally you will see these in pharmacies and one or two other locations, the primary location that you're going to be able to get these from the United States is through Mystic and guidelines. And that means that what these folks did, recognizing that they had to produce good quality units is the folks who work with the speech at Fudakang in Taiwan have done an extremely good job. They're not using, I hate to slur it, Chinese speech. They're not using Chinglish. They're actually using good quality speech chips. The other thing, and I want to talk, we'll talk about all three products, but the talkie Thermometer is where we really want to start because what we're going to do, which is really cool, is that we're going to do this. And we've done this once before with the evil player that some of you are familiar with, that this time, Chris and Kim are going to actually have units and quantity, so they're going to be selling directly, and we're all doing the same pricing, which is really cool, and it's the way we like to work collaboratively with them because they know our products as well as we do. The thermometer is a particularly interesting one because there are maybe a few people who know that in 2005, I actually manufactured my own first talking indirect thermometer, and we had gotten it into CVS. It was really a good thing, and then the next thing I know, I got sued for patent infringement because a company on TV decided they didn't want to sell like a thermometer competitive to theirs with speech. And we couldn't defend that and we had to pull everything. Well, that got me ticked off for 15 years. I have since bought every talking thermometer that has come on the market. And all of them have used sensors, infrared sensors that are made in China. And the problem with that is accuracy. That is why, and for many of you who buy, have bought talking thermometers, By a whole bunch of companies, accuracy twice in a row is a real problem. Just to prove it out, if you own one by Advocate, Mobi, or any number of other companies, just make sure it takes the same temperature twice or three times. Because by and large, none of the products in 15 years really has until this one. The difference is simply that these folks, they use sensors that are made in Taiwan and not in China. And that's simply the difference. The infrared sensors are more accurate. This is about this is a unit that probably even a potato can use because it comes you put the batteries in you open up the end you stick in the two AA batteries it looks like a big squirt gun and what we're just going to do because I've got batteries in here and we're going to just show you how quick and responsive this is you do nothing else and put in the batteries you can hold it between about I would we recommend about an inch to an inch and a half away from your forehead If it touches your forehead, that's fine, but it will work. It's called non-contact for that reason, because of the infrared sensor. And all we do, we're holding it up with the gun end pointing toward our head. I'm not shooting myself, thank you. And we'll push the trigger. Your body temperature is 97.3 Fahrenheit degrees. Now, the volumes on these units vary slightly. That's the only thing, and it does happen to do a little bit with battery life, but they do vary. Now, we're going to, I'm going to do this again, and I think I've got it about the same distances. 97.5. Yep, it's going up a little bit because it's in my hands, and sometimes I will do it once or twice. Usually, I'm a 97.7 person. That picture is 97.5. Twice we got it the same way. That's why this unit is so accurate. It's quick. It shuts itself off automatically. Now, there are other buttons on the units, and there are four buttons in almost, I guess I would call it a, almost a little bit of a quarter circle pattern. But what you get when you get the units from both of us is we have had, for the blood pressure unit and for the thermometer unit, Mystic's other partner in crime, Lisa Salinger, has done a wonderful job on two walkthroughs of these units that are about 15 minutes long. And they go through the buttons and they go through the procedures for setting them up. So we are the three of us are really excited now to be doing this together. We've been doing it for about a year, but I really wanted their credibility and their web presence. And frankly, it's been a really good collaborative for three years. And this is a good way to celebrate. Right, guys? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you think of these? We actually got to deliver a set of these to Chris and Tim a couple of weeks ago when I was up in Buffalo going home for a meeting. So that was really
0: fun. Yeah. But they had a set to play with.
1: We actually invited Barry into our house.
0: We did. We did. We, we did. Were... We had a nice dinner. It was a great night.
1: It was fun. It was we had a really, really fun. fun time. You, DoorDash. Yes.
0: Yeah, thanks, DoorDash. Yeah. So it was great but yeah these are really nice devices and they're very quality. The speech is very quality. The accuracy is very good. The first one I actually tried was the oximeter which is this cute little thing and it does a really nice job. It's very compact. It's very sleek. You're not going to have any issue storing these things the accuracy appears to be really really nice with those and we're really excited to be part of this collaboration because it is so important it is so necessary to have really good quality devices it's something that we haven't really necessarily have had access to and this is going to solve that problem for so many people it's a really great gift for yourself great gift for the people in your life that you love maybe somebody's struggling maybe somebody's a long hauler you never know what's going on with people so Anybody would probably appreciate such a nice gift like some of these products, but they're really, doing, really
4: nice. And we're doing a really, we're kicking this off, interestingly, too. We're doing something pretty special for the holidays. I started it a couple of weeks ago, but I was thinking about Chris and Kim as we started with this. These are each $50 units, and usually it's been about 160 to 165 depending on with shipping included, for all three. What we're going to do for the holidays is the three are going to be discounted to $130. And we call it the Talking Medical Bundle. And shipping will be additionally, they're going to do their shipping and we do our shipping. Tim and Chris are a little better at it than we are, but it's really pretty close to the same. So the shipping is added to it. But you're getting the units and you're getting the tutorials and you're getting tech support from both guidelights and or Mystic. So that's pretty cool. The other thing we're going to do is that there are a number of you, because these thermometers particularly have sold very well in the first year. We are going to do a twofer, which means if you want only two of the three, if you've got one of them and you just want either the oximeter thermometer, the oximeter blood pressure, or the thermometer blood pressure, two of them will be $90. So it'll be off $10 off the price plus shipping. So we're going to do discounts both ways. And that way, if you've got one already, you can get two. And the other thing about these is that unlike a lot of talking medical products, this is the first time that I have heard a group of products that are using English speech. Most of what you hear in the thermometers are the heavily accented. And I actually think, wait a minute, this thermometer also works in Spanish, doesn't it? I just remember, I haven't tried. I think there's a Spanish setting on the thermometer, actually, now that I remember. I know there's a Celsius setting, which is really good. Yeah, cool. you've got the tutorials now, too. so. I think there is a Spanish button for this. It's a multi-language. They do do other languages, but it's special order. If there is, I've had some people who have asked me from Portugal whether we could do them. And I'm like, the problem is I've got to buy enough of a quantity. So if there is a group, for example, that were to say they would want 10 of them in a particular language, there are a lot of English combo languages that these are done with, but I've got to take a quantity from the manufacturer. That's part of the challenge with all of these products. And one of the reasons that these are cheaper than you may find on some of the other blindness-related product sites is one of the things that GuideBlights does, we buy in much larger quantity than our competitors do. As a matter of fact, when we worked out an arrangement for the oximeters and everything came together one day about three weeks ago, I had 400 pounds of inventory on my front doorstep. All of them, the thermometer, the oximeter, they all came in one day. And we had to purchase 200 oximeters to basically get the kind of pricing that we really wanted. And it was, this is a lot about how many will you take? And of course, when you have these conversations, they're thinking of sighted companies and they are going, you want at least a thousand, right? No, no, we don't have that big a population. And it's, it's almost like a diplomatic negotiation, but we have significant stock of all three products that will last us through the year.
0: So exciting! It's such a cool thing to be able to offer for you guys. Tell us a little more about the other two products. York Actually, Center.
1: before we mm-hmm. do that, I want Barry to demonstrate something that I think is really neat about this thermometer. Not only is it a body temperature, but you can check your temperature in your room, which is I love really that too. Really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. If
0: you
4: just well, let's just lay it down on the desk for a minute. Now. That's not the temperature. I was actually holding it. Let me lay this down and see what we're doing here. All right, we've got a conspiracy. The gremlins are out, guys. Yes, they are. It does work. Yeah, yeah it does work. All right, you guys are going to do that one. One of the things about these buttons, they are rubber-type buttons, and they do not meet. The other thing that, and here's when what we do with these, and there's one thought I've got about the thermometer particularly. Oh, you just heard another little beep. It shuts itself off after 10 seconds, which is really nice. So in terms of preserving battery, you can keep batteries in this thing at least six months because it really shuts it off. It's just it's a quick shut-off feature. Let me move to the blood pressure unit a little bit, because that is sort of an interesting history. There are a lot of talking blood pressure units on the market, and we actually have sold some other ones, too. And it's not quite as groundbreaking as the thermometer, but it has some pretty unique features. And again, this is the folks actually, they were thinking a little bit, although they've never worked with visually, the visual community before, non-visual community. They were thinking about things when they manufactured them. The LCD screen that is there is larger than you will find with most other talking units. It's, they did that and that was done on purpose. Another thing they did, a couple of things I really like in their design. People have a lot of time, difficulty, trying to make a blood pressure unit work. You fit, how do you get it on? You fumble with it. You get the cuff. Oh, it's one size fits everyone. Many blood pressure units, you have to size your cuffs to decide if you need a small, medium, or a large, extra large. This goes through small to double XL. It was one cuff fits all. And we've had some very, very large people use this, and it still fits. The other thing they did with the cuff, it has an unusually short cord. What you do is you put the cuff on, you've already plugged the end of the cord into a hole on the, I'm thinking, I think it's the left side of the blood pressure unit. And there's one on the back and one on the left side. You plug that in, but it's, a, it's only about 18 inches long. And what that allows you to do is there's really only one way you're going to want it to go which is the correct way to use one of these is to put it on and tighten the cuff first, put the cord underneath your arm. So it should slide. If your arm is straight out, it should go, the cord should follow the underside of your arm to the main unit. The unit is very simple to use. It actually works for two people. It's got dual memory in it so that it can keep track of two people in your family. And it takes about 30 seconds, just like any blood pressure unit does. Again, the speech is very good. And the other thing I think is really neat these people did, and I've never heard of anybody doing this, they, it uses four AA's. The thermometer uses two AA's, But they were thinking about what do we do with these big wall adapters? And they came up with, a, you can get a wall adapter that works for it. But they came up with another idea, which I really find interesting. There is a slot for a USB cable that can connect to your computer. If you don't have batteries, all you need to do is plug this into a USB port and you can actually use it as if it's on AC. And that's just a really cool little idea. I mean, I wish more appliances did that. So that is the talking blood pressure unit. Again, that's also $50. We're keeping them all at the same price. So
0: is there anything else about the blood pressure you can think of, guys? You can put that in a power bank as well, I suppose, without issue.
4: I don't think there should be an issue at all. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool.
4: Oh yeah. You mean to run it? Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. That's actually right. You know what? I hadn't even thought of that, Kim. You're right. <laughs> of course. And actually, I don't know if this will happen, but I have asked the people who manufacture these now that you mentioned the Magic PW. PB, I have them. I don't know whether they'll do it. I make no promise, but I have asked them to look at the feasibility for the next talking product to go back and do another power bank. And I had that discussion in the, I mean, I told you guys this. I had that discussion in New York They have sent a power bank back to their factory in China and Taiwan, they're going to take a look and see if they can consider doing it and what the whole setup and stuff would be. I don't guarantee it, but at least I got somebody, because they work with us as a partnership, they're willing to take a look at it. Nice. We need them. I wish we could remake something like the Secretary. We really do need it. I know there's the vibrating ones, but there's no substitute for talking. And we've been out of them for about two to three years, and we still can't find one. So- Stay tuned about six to nine months if we can get them moving on this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's Um, next
4: Christmas's deal for (laughs) y'all. Yeah, that'll be next. Yeah, that'll definitely be either that or July or summer, but I don't know. The nice thing when you find a partner, and I mean that somebody you can work and talk with whose engineers are, and that's the key with this. When you're working with a company and you can communicate with the, I want better speech in this. Okay, well, if that's the case, you're going to use a different chip. Then you figure out if you can, what it costs. But at least these are people who want to talk about those issues. The company is uniquely based. I'll tell you that while they are based in China and Taiwan, they sent one of the members of their family over here 10 years ago. And she has built up the relationship with the medical services industry. And in fact, this product is sold wholesale to durable medical companies and the hospitals and the pharmacies and the physician's offices. They don't want to do retail because that's not the business they're in. And so we are feeling very, very pleased. And we went through the, I've got to just say, folks, we went through the ringer with them. We had the kind of investigation that lasted two months before they accepted us both credit-wise and as a partner. So it was really, it took a lot longer than I would have expected. But again, they take, if we have defective units, this is another thing. Unlike just about any company that I deal with. In China, and probably Chris and Kim deal with, if we have defective units that are truly defective, not somebody breaks it, but it's defective from coming out of the box, they will credit us and we can credit you. They are very, very good about that. I have had discussions about a number of defective units and their accounting and their crediting is always good. And that is very unusual in this kind of relationship. Usually they're throwaways. I mean, but this is not the case. The oximeter, because it's Kim's favorite, I think, because it's are shiny. It Um, is, that's right. We have to say, the most difficult piece of the oximeter is not using it. The most difficult piece about the oximeter is putting in the batteries. Because when you're looking for the right, quote, hole, where you open up the flip top, it's a little bit confusing. I've done a quick walkthrough, which we may use for a bit. I suspect Tim or Chris may record another one, because they do it better than I do. But that's the hardest. I mean, did you sort of look at that for a while, guys, and say, where do they go? Mm -hmm. Yes. I know. The first time I did it, it took me 20 minutes. I'm like, wait a minute. Because there's, got- there's a lot of different fingernail grooves. Yes. The only thing is, only one of them worked. <laughs> it takes two AAAs and they are included with it. This does, by the way, so if you have any expectations when you get an oximeter, mostly when they use one in the physician's office, it takes about five seconds. This one is going to take 30. So it is a little slower than an office commercial grade. You will push the button on it. It will take about 5 to 10 seconds to set itself. And then it'll say, please wait 30 seconds and stay still. And you really have to stay still when you're taking an oxygen measure. Again, this is something that's so small, you can throw it in your bag or your pocket. If you've got to keep a record of it, it's something very easy, convenient to find. So, and again, they're all three of very similar quality component stuff. There have been other oximeters on the market. I know of one other that's been on and off the market the past three or four years. I do not own the other one. I have been told that there is a significant difference in accuracy between the two. I actually took this oximeter into a physician's office about a month ago and compared it with the readings of a non talking oximeter for several occasions, and they all came out the same, which was the real comfort I wanted to see. So we've done, you know, again, it's sort of spot testing, but we've done some pretty good spot testing with this unit.
1: I'll tell you what I like about all three of these devices. No iPhone or Android phone required Mm -mm. or even necessary. So for those that don't have those devices or don't care, you don't have to be connected to something in order to get your reading.
0: Or you just want something specific that'll do that for you. That's for that purpose that, as Barry said, you can just put in your purse or your bag or your pocket carry it around with you, and you've got it when you need it. It's not a matter of having to open your phone or open your watch and do this, that, or the next thing. So whether technology overwhelms you, whether you're disinterested, or whether you just want something separate, it's the same thing with those of us who like to listen to books on our stream versus our phone. It's that same kind of deal. As a matter of
4: fact, I haven't tried this. It would be an interesting experiment. I know a number of our listeners have purchased sound boxes, amplifiers from us. I wonder, I haven't tried this, but I've got a feeling that if you've got a hearing issue with some of these and you put this thing on top of an amplifier, it might work when you're taking the temperature. I hadn't thought of that because sometimes the volume on the thermometer is variable. If somebody, and I think one of the things I do with these, and I'm sure you guys will too, we check every thermometer before it goes out particularly because I want to look at the volume. There are times when I've had a couple of folks with a, and I'm very sensitive to this right now because I'm going through a hearing challenge that if you really need a little bit louder unit and there's a little bit of variability, I usually check to make sure that's what we send out. So we do a quick check on them because some of them are softer than others. I don't know why that is, actually. It may be the way it's sort of set up toward the speaker of the unit, but the volume is definitely different a little bit. I don't know if the one... How loud is your thermometer? Is it fairly yeah. loud? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's not as loud as the one I... The one you have is probably louder than the one I just used, I think. Because this one is a little quiet. I'm going to actually put this right over with the phone just to do this again.
0: Error.
4: Oh, it wasn't taking a temperature. Yeah, that'll do it. Body
0: temperature
4: is 97.4. Guess what? It was four and five before, 10 minutes ago. This one, very accurate little unit. That one's not very loud. These, they take, unfortunately, the packaging is a little bit large. So if we do two of them, the oximeter is a very small package, actually. But the blood pressure and the thermometer are fairly bulky. So it takes up a fairly good size package to mail all three. And as Chris and Kim will find out, we almost have to use either one of the prepaid boxes or a larger bubble envelope to put three of them in. Two of them fit in a pretty standard, easily one. But if you do three, it's going to be a little bit bigger and a little more shipping. I'm trying to think what else we can do with these things, guys. No,
1: I think we've said everything there is to say, except
0: think about them for presents. Absolutely, (laughs) yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. And actually, if somebody wants to do multiples of a particular unit, talk to any of us. If you wanted three thermometers, for example,
3: we would work. We are
4: very. We have enough quantity and we have enough flexibility. That we can work that out if you're thinking about a present group. I would love to see some organizations take these as fundraisers. We would be even able to do that in limited quantity. I've done one of those arrangements for an organization that wanted five of them for a customer clients. So, I mean, if you're interested, ask, because we've done enough quantity work here that we've got a lot of flexibility. And again, we have a very cooperative partner on the end of this. So There may be, I'm sure there's going to be other specials from the Gadgets and Guidelines and Mystic team during the year. We've been sort of quiet for a while, folks, but we got to go be thinking about some new things. So this will kick off another, our third year anniversary. And again, it's great always to work with you guys. We love doing it. Oh, us
0: too. It's always fun. We always come up with some fun, innovative project to do. And we love working together and we love sharing with all of you. So if you want to get in touch with us or Barry, you may certainly do so. And just throw out your contact info real quick for everybody so they'll know. It's
4: Guidelines and Gadgets. And the easiest way to reach us, we do not sell our products over the web. We still have adhered to that for e-commerce for the last four years. But we do either by email or we do by phone. Guidelines' main phone number for me is 617-969-7500. I take calls. I get calls at all hours. I am a non-24 person. Just so all you know, it doesn't matter. It rings at 3, it rings at 6 in the morning. I don't care. I may not answer, but if we're there, the email is B. Well, it's a new email address, actually, that we're using to separate guidelines and gadgets from the personal stuff. We have now gone to it's B Shoyer, B S C H E U R dot gadgets and T-E-C-H, at gmail.com. That is a new email address we started using about two months ago specifically for Guidelines and Gadgets. I just say by footnote, oh, website, www.guidelightsandgadgets.us. Kim mentioned that before. The other thing I just want to mention is sort of a footnote. Kay and I have, we're doing the business a little differently now. Because of what we decided to do during the COVID period, we changed the way we sell a little bit so that you will now hear of a company called Guidelight Dogs, which is sort of a subsidiary underneath of guidelights and Gadgets. It doesn't mean that Kay and I are arguing or anything. It's just that we decided that because the dog products are so specialized and so many that for this period, we are separated a little bit. So if you want something that has doggy involved in it, whether it's for travel, whether it's for toys and fun, whether it's for grooming or safety... It is K.N. Rausch, R-A-U-S-C-H, and her number is 781-286-1696. And as our slogan is for that part of the business,
0: happiness (laughs) wags. I love that.
4: All right, guys. Thank you very much as always. And we will look forward to another snowy meeting in, well, a snowy meeting sometime in December or January.
0: Terrific. Terrific. I can't wait.
4: All right. Have a good Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks.
3: Thank you for your visit to the Mystic Access Magic Castle. You're welcome anytime.
1: So before we wrap this up, we're going to show you really, really quickly, what the air sounds like for the thermometer. So what yeah, I'm do, air temperature. Mm-hmm. Right, the air temperature. So I'm going to press the button in the middle and then you hit the trigger. And I would say that that's pretty accurate. Ziggy, what is the temperature in the dungeon? So There's a
0: degree difference than what Ziggy says to what the thermometer says.
1: And it wasn't even a degree difference. It was a point, wow. point degree difference. That's nice. Yes. So that's what that sounds like. And then we have a little oximeter thing here. Yeah, so, let's
0: check out the oximeter and see so how it what, does.
1: What it is is this little thing, a little rectangle, and you lift it up, you put your finger in there, you close your finger on there, press and hold the button for one, two, three, four. Release. Please
0: keep still. Start measuring. Count down 30 seconds. So it's about four seconds that you hold your finger on there. This is measuring your blood oxygen level. Chris has to sit really still and preferably with good posture and breathe nice and deep, although not unnaturally so, and we'll see what we get. And I will edit out a little of this silence, but no it's about 30 seconds. End of measurement. Your blood oxygen
1: saturation is 95. Your pulse rate is 80. So that's good. Yeah, not and as good as it was earlier, but That's okay and then it shuts itself off and you're done.
0: So those are two of the three products that we will be offering with Barry in collaboration with Guy Lights and Gadgets. Really looking forward to getting those up on the site. They'll be up by the end of the week. So you'll be able to go ahead and order them from us. We'll get them shipped to you as quickly as possible. We haven't received our shipment yet, but as soon as we do, we will be ready to ship to you.
1: Well, thank you everybody. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we shall see you next time
3: bye bye the preceding podcast is a presentation of mystic access where the magic is in learning if you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com have a question or wish to place an order via phone, call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mystic access empower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.